This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find, find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. People have died from 36 plus hour gaming sessions. Just be mindful. Nobody has ever died from being. I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> like, uh, but it's, I guarantee it's like somebody, it's like COVID. Like, they died, but just because they didn't take their heart medication while they were playing video games or something. Like, yeah, they didn't die from that. They died from something else being fucking stupid. <laughs> there was, there was 36 hours playing video games and they skipped their insulin shot. Or something. <laughs> or they played video games for 36 hours while a truck slammed into their house or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Their girl. Well, hang on a second. A few minutes back, Anthony Kongfan did a 63 hour live stream to support Operation Supply Drop. As I recall, he didn't come close to the world record. Keep in mind, though, according to Games World Records, you were allowed an accumulative 10-minute break every hour to avoid unhealthy record attempts, meaning you can play for four hours without any breaks and then take a 40-minute break. That's video game playing, though. That's different. Yeah. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing at all. That's what I mean. Like, you have to wait. They do record-specific guidelines, so we'll, we'll find out when they tell me. Yeah, what what we can do? I'm sure they can't make us go straight. If they, I'm in, like I'm prepared to do it. If we get breaks, great. But I'm I'm in for the. I'll give you breaks if you need them. I'll just right, have yeah. to do an hour by myself while Gord sleeps. So here's well, a I'm, I'm just night. wondering about like timing things. Like if you have like certain guests or somebody calls in or something like that. Okay, like I can shoot the shit with one of my friends on the show for like two hours straight. Yeah, I exactly. just have like a random ass conversation for like a couple of hours while you have a nap, you know. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely what we're doing. Well, but I'm going to try to go the whole shebang. Oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do the whole thing. I'm going to try to do the whole way. That's why I'm getting the rickshaw drivers. Like if things start getting weird, I'll just go out for a ride in the air. <laughs> Man, you're going to go so fucking delirious. <laughs> it's so You'll be making no sense. Yeah, man, just a crazy dude in a rickshaw fucking ripping around Kelowna in the middle of winter. <laughs> He's so great. And I got to have a cameraman the whole time. Be awesome. Just no one will know what's going on. Why is he going to a music store? And hey, let's go buy a guitar on the show. <laughs> in the middle of the snow on a rickshaw. <laughs> it's so funny. Why is he on a rickshaw? Makes no sense. Podcast. <laughs> Nothing to do with podcasting. It doesn't, but when I'm rich, that's the way I'm traveling everywhere. <laughs> There'll be no more walking when I'm rich. It'll be a rickshaw everywhere. <laughs> And I could afford something more, but I want to have a human very demeaned pulling me around. That's what you're looking for? People have to know how rich I am. I'm so rich, I have this human to pull me around. You know why? Because he's not rich and I am. That's the only reason. 
I need people to understand how beneath me they are now that I have money. But of course, <laughs> expect nothing less. I'm not going to become the president like everybody else. I'm going to fucking show people what it's like. Oh, my old building looks weird. What did they do to my building? They changed it. Weird. Walking past the building I grew up in. Or I'm on the wrong street. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that chance. They totally changed the... Oh, no, wait, I'm not in that town. Hmm. Um, <laughs> that'd be funny. Oh, the house I grew up in is gone. You didn't grow up here. Oh, thank God. I thought I lived here when I was a kid. I thought this place was in two places. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to babble on about with you? I don't remember. We should, I guess, start a show. Although I'll put most of this on the show anyway. Might as well. Um, hi there. Happy Tuesday. It is... September 22nd, 2020. I'm Eric talking at you from my lovely Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. And this show is brought to you by Chef D, the gender neutral pasta. <laughs> For the 21st century. But of course. <laughs> I had no good time. I was going to use that joke, but I came up with it a while ago. How's it going, Gordon? <laughs> I'm doing all right, my friend. How you doing? I think that might be the new intro thing. Where every my new intro every day is where I have a different sponsor for the show. I was thinking about. I was kicking around that idea. Yeah, why not? So the tonight's sponsor, Chef Dard. <laughs> the woke, the woke ravioli. <laughs> uh, it's funny <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to What If We're Right Soon to be Guinness Award winning what? Podcast We're Right I'm not allowed to say that yet Um, I guess I can say I'm not saying anything Like, oh, like two-time Grammy winner Steve Thomas or two two time Grammy considered <laughs> nominee. No, he, Grammy considered is the well, way. Just he, considered. <laughs> two time Grammy considered. I'm like, does that mean you considered watching them twice? Because you're not on a list of nominees that I can find in the last thirty years. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, let me say something real quick before we start the show. Don't go on Facebook and lie about who you are. And set up fake shit because I'll check. I, I, I'll check and I'll destroy you. That's what I do for fun. So, uh, Stephen Thomas learned that last night. Since I'm Grammy considered producer, Stephen Thomas. Um, and anyone else who wants to try to steal from kids on Facebook and I catch you, I'm going to make fun of you. And then I'm going to talk about it on my podcast so everyone knows your name and they know what I'm talking about. Two-time Grammy considered Stephen Thomas. <laughs> From uh, Sacred Hearts. What the fuck was it? Bleeding Hearts? I don't know. Something Hearts. 
company, which turns out it's a, a real estate company with one employee. Oh, really? That's what it says on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's a real estate company with one employee. Oh, and he's a FEMA inspector. You know what it takes to become a FEMA inspector? No. You, gotta, you go on Facebook and say you're a FEMA inspector. I look at that. Anyone can do that. It's not, you're not like an official inspector of anything. <laughs> He's got a bunch of volunteers to go look at the shit after Katrina and say, yeah, it's wrecked. <laughs> I tried to read Taskowski, who actually worked for FEMA when she was a firefighter. It would get a kick out of that. A uh, friend of the show who I'm inviting back to join us in December, by the way, everybody. Um, Brady Tuskowski, great guest, one of the best interviews we've done by far. Um, she does the stand-up sex talk show thing. Yeah. Very, lady. very smart, very funny, and just an awesome all-around person. Who used to be a firefighter who actually did real female work. Um, so I thought you get a kick out of it. Two-time Grammy considered recording artist, Stephen Thomas. <laughs> you can go to his website, uh, Stephen M. Thomas, I think it is, music, or Stephen T. Thomas. So it's not there. The website's not there. It's a lie. And it's a Wix. It's like a free website maker. And it's like, this domain is not attached to a website. I'm like, really? You even throw I got 11 fucking fake websites. You can't come up with one? You can't do one with the living hell. <laughs> and might all have at least a page <laughs> so uh, that's it everybody that was my night last night I didn't mean to <laughs> but this guy pushed me don't push me because I'm close to the edge <laughs> I'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> always bug me that he says the he doesn't say the. Yeah. It's to the edge. I'm like, what? Like T H A, the. <laughs> it's the close to the edge. It's just, it sounds weird. Yeah. And then I always wondered, like, what would standing next to the guitar player from U2, why does that matter? I don't get it. <laughs> the edge? The edge? <laughs> close to the edge. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Rapping about you two in the eighties since weird. It is fucking weird because they are they weren't known very much by that. No, that was wasn't that song seventies? Yeah, I have no idea when that song came out. I never knew it existed until like in the nineties when I started making fun of it. Um Grandmaster Flash, right? Yeah, and the Furious Five. They're probably all furious because he couldn't rap very well. <laughs> that was you ever see the video for that song man that shit's rough <laughs> the, the first time i ever heard of it was like much music's 20th anniversary or whatever and they showed all the original videos they ever aired and i'm like holy fuck am i glad i didn't watch much music back then uh yeah no i was uh <laughs> i was a big old fucking fan Oh, I was a huge fan. Huge fan. Like uh, Steve Anthony and yeah, Mike, Emer- Mike. Erica M. And, oh, uh, fuck yeah. Um, I used to, I would put in a VHS tape. You kids can look up what that was. <laughs> I would put in a VHS tape, like the extended play one, and I'd hit record before I went to school. 
And then I come home after school and watch the eight hours of what I recorded. <laughs> and just fast forward through all the shit. That's it. <laughs> that was how I watched most music every day for years. Fast forward through all the crap, watch the Pepsi Power Hour. Oh, so good. Rap City. I was always a fan. Um, I love my yeah, rap Yeah, and fucking that's how I found Ren and Stimpy. And yeah. <laughs> I probably still have videotapes with episodes of Beavis and Butthead. Who's the guy? Um, Master P. He ended up taking over Rap City. Master P, yep. Yeah. He did. He uh, he did. Um, he had another one too that wasn't rap. It was uh, like the indie thing, wasn't it? No, he did. Master P did like uh, electronic. He had like a. Uh, it was like a dance thing. I thought. It was like a techno thing, yeah. Um, on top of Rap City. And then the indie thing, that was all Sookie and Lee, and then when it got all weird. <laughs> she did good, though. She, she had, like, good indie stuff. Everyone was good back then. But, you know, it was hard to do bad. You couldn't do... There was no bad music in the 90s. Oh, that's true. It was boy bands. Everybody hated the boy bands, but you can't. You can't really hate on them now. Like they were amazingly successful, and no one's ever done it ever since. It was a a weird '90s thing. Um, everything was in the '90s. You could get famous. Just it's kind of like nowadays, but like rock bands could get famous. Shitty bands, you get huge off one single and then disappear. Yeah, slick toxic. <laughs> That's a perfect example. Fantastic band. White lies, black truth. If that song came out today, I can't, I'm surprised that song's not huge right now. Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> White lies, black truth. <laughs> Why the fuck is no one playing that song? We gotta find that. Do you still have it? I wonder if you can find it on like Spotify or something. That's gonna be the theme song for the show from now on. I own it. Like I have it. Well, I He's got a Spengali. That that made me think Spengali. of Spengali. Um, they, they they had that one. Uh, da, na, na, na. Um, so many good one hit wonders. Yeah, fuck, Aldo Nova. Oh yeah, man. You My sister get... got hit on by the singer of Aldo Nova. He was at the chiropractor across the street from my parents' house. My sister went in for an appointment, and he just walked up to her and he's like, "Hey, you ever heard of the band Aldo Nova?" She's like, "No." He's like, here, and he hands her a cassette, and he goes, here, this is my band. He goes, we should go out sometime. She's like, I'm 14. (laughs) Never mind, give me my tape back. Those things are like five bucks. (laughs) Yeah, no, because she came back, and she's like, here. I'm like, what's this? She goes, it's a band called Aldo Nova. I'm like, yeah, what about them? She goes, I just ran into the singer. I'm like, where? She goes, the chiropractor's office. She goes, he was hitting on me. I'm like, isn't he like 20 fucking four? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) It's gross. That is, I can't wait until this podcast makes it big and I can just ride around in limos and hit on underage girls. Oh, just so you know, uh, the, the guy from Much Music was Master T, not Master P. Oh. Master P is an actual rapper who's worth a lot of money. Master T, right. Yeah. That's funny. That's like, I wonder if Master P was around back then. He's like, I'm going to be Master P. He's like, you can't do that. You can't be Master T. All right, that's fine. 
he still looks the exact same. I don't know. Long it. ass. He's got he's got long, really thin dreads. Eric Yam, my first one of my most important crushes in my whole life. Yeah. I still think about her sometimes. She's like sure. a she's like Gwyneth Paltrow. She's like the Canadian Gwyneth Paltrow now. Yeah, she's she got is. a crazy website like Goop, but it's not Goop, it's it's like M juice like, or something. Yeah, it's called M so M M juice. <laughs> Now that I work in a place where, by the way, they know about the podcast and they're, they will monitor. Um, so I will not disclose where I work, but I'm looking for that candle. Every day I'm looking for that candle. <laughs> uh, one day. <laughs> yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll definitely, yeah. They catch me whenever I'm not working, I'm in the candle section. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> looking for something. Shut up. <laughs> it's for my podcast <laughs> I haven't told too many people about it yet <laughs> they warned me they're like we monitor your social media and stuff I'm like okay <laughs> should I just hand in my resignation now or do you want to keep it exciting <laughs> Oh my god! Not gonna be good. No. If, if then I'm the guy who works in their store. Oh no, it might. By the time I own this company. Hey, do you but, remember the fucking show on Much Music, the game show Test Pattern? Uh, was that the one with Steve Anthony? No, uh, hosted by the DJ Gallagher. Yeah, DJ Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was the best. I always wanted to be on that. I know. I actually just there was a. On the game network, on the game show network, they actually had this little 50-minute little biography thing about it. It was awesome because they're talking about just how horrible the prizes were. Oh, and yeah. Because it was like, no, you just won, like, $5. Like, I remember one time they all got a can of Spam, and they had to, they had to carve it into Michael Jackson's original nose. That was one of the challenges. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> the one that looked the most like Michael Jackson's real nose won the prize. Just, <laughs> do the funniest shit on that show. It was good. Like I don't know why that. Well, it's Canada. Nobody watched it, but those guys should have been huge. Yeah. The Michael, uh, one of the ventures was the best. <laughs> the original. Um, like I guess, like the guy was like the original producer, or whatever the show. He said they're like, you know, x many episodes sort of into the into the uh, into the show. It's only on for what three years, two years. Um, but they said he goes, I he just pulled in like a little company meeting. He goes, just so everybody knows, you will never have this much freedom on any TV show ever in the rest of your life. So enjoy it while you got it. Because everybody would just come in and be like, hey, got an idea. Okay, just do it. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Moses Namier was, he's a, he's a goddamn media genius, but he's, like, they, he, they, they hired him to fix MTV because much music was doing better in the States than MTV was, and they couldn't figure it out. That's right. So mainly and because they, we just played videos and MTV didn't. Yeah, that and uh, awesome shit. Like, but it was all music related, like awesome shit. Yeah. Plus, their whole MTV Unplugged, fuck you. That was intimate and interactive 20 years before MTV ever got into it. 
That's right. So intimate and interactive up here. And they would do the, and the band and the audience was just there. You're like 10 feet from your favorite guy and you could just ask him questions. Yeah. I remember that. That was amazing. And then all of a sudden MTV did it, but it was like Nirvana and you couldn't like talk to them or it wasn't even as cool because they didn't talk to the guests or whatever. I love that. I'm just, I'm just reading up on Dan Gallagher, like some of the shit that he did. So he, he, you know, he was one of the original VJs for the Pepsi power hour. Oh yeah. He was also on the, uh, and I remember both of these, uh, or this one, remember video hits. Yeah. Have I been calling him Michael Anthony? Steve Anthony, Steve Anthony, yeah, Steve, Steve Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. You remember video hits? Do you remember that show? I actually, I actually have one of their LPs, <laughs> one of the LPs from video hits. <laughs> Um, and the, they did, they would do the buzz clip. That was always the, the first time I ever heard Pearl Jam was the buzz clip. Oh, really? Here's a buzz clip from this new band. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I watched it. It was Jeremy. I was a little behind because it live had already been out and I didn't hear live. Jeremy was the first, it was their second single. Oh, um, and that's, it was the buzz clip. And I was like, and I saw the video for Jeremy and I literally like, just as the video was ending, I went to the mall and I bought the fucking tape. Oh shit. I. I was like, that's the best fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it just was like, it just hit me like a fucking sledgehammer. And I ran to the mall and bought the tape. <laughs> and I bought Alice and James Dirt the same day. Hey, Dan yeah. Gallagher's dead. I knew that. He died in January of 2001 after a sudden illness. The, the contracted pneumonia during a trip to Barbados. He was the first no COVID in Canada. That's right. <laughs> Not many people know that about him. He started COVID. It was a Canadian thing. We blamed it on China twenty years later. He oh he was actually in the movie Freak Show. Really, I don't remember that. Uh, in nineteen eighty nine, Gallagher starred in the obscure low budget horror anthology Freak Show. Huh. That's funny. It's so low, obscure, low budget that there, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> That's cool. I used to have an encyclopedia of those movies. It was like, like, um, like you know, the, they put out that movie guide every year. Yeah, had one that was just strictly like shit like that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was all full of like trauma movies and stuff. Oh shit! That's trauma, wild. Uh, just trauma is making a big comeback. Apparently, they're no, is he really? Yeah, their 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 movies are big online. Um, and I forget what they're doing. They're doing like a Toxic Avenger reboot or something. Oh my god! I don't know how you could top what they've already done. It's hard to beat a trauma movie. Toxic Avengers! My god. Attack of the <laughs> How do you beat Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Was that him? That was a, a trauma movie. That was a trauma movie. Fuck Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I remember Surf Nazis. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What was the one uh, cla uh, class of Newcomb High? Newcomb High. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fan of that was a fan of that one. I for there's so many, yeah. So many. Those guys are great. See that you don't, that you don't get stuff like that anymore. You don't get campy shit like that anymore. Like we, everyone thinks our generation was so bad. We had the most awesome shit. Everyone thinks their generation was the best. No, fuck. 
we had trauma. <laughs> Dan Gallagher, you don't ever get to see a guy like that on television again, Canadian or otherwise. Um, we just had, we had it like boy bands, fucking the boy bands of today. They don't know boy bands. We had the fucking, all of them all at yeah. once. They all worked for the same producer. Well, hey, how about this? Did you know that Troma released over 100 of its back catalog films on YouTube? Most of them all for free. And then in 2020, so just this year, their YouTube channel got terminated for not meeting community standards. That's what I I read that about them, and then that that sparked up a bunch of interest in them. Yeah. That's funny. People are like, who? (laughs) Yeah, I read that. That's... um... And that, that, like, it helped them a lot. Like, they don't care about community. When did they ever meet? Their their whole thing is to not meet community standards. <laughs> I read his book about how how to how to how to make a trauma movie in the sense, like how to do it for next to nothing. And oh my god, that book was so funny. Like they talk about like the one guy got like in order to get the the because uh, they they put in the contract that they would be get they would get paid uh, they would also get like a meal. As part of the thing, they won't get paid money, but they will get free lodging and a meal. So they had to sleep in like somebody's house. Yeah. Um, they're all crashed out of this house. And like the, the only money they have is a guy went out and he bought like one giant thing, like one thing of soup, which is supposed to be enough for like two people, but they had to make it be enough for like 20. <laughs> so everybody gets like a couple of spoons. <laughs> that was the 90s, man. I had Sloan stay at my house. <laughs> that's so we good. Brought Sloan to Kelowna. Like we used to bring bands to Kelowna, like just so we could open for them. That was our like just. Uh, but we couldn't get like big anybody big. We got like Sloan and uh, there's a couple like Six Dig It and uh, um, a couple like Canadian big Canadian bands, but nothing like huge. But yeah, we we, we said. said we give them a stay, and then they crashed to my place, and then they went to friends. And like slept in, like swam in her. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we'll put you up for the night. Yeah, we can do that. You can do that now. You can't. You can do anything we did. Like I know we talked about like the sitcoms you couldn't do anymore. Like nothing that was on TV would fly today. You couldn't. No. Well, there was, was actually on. just a thing where they showed a bunch of millennials, uh, uh, Seinfeld, and they're like. They're all offended by it. Say, you can't show us this. This is offensive. You can't show this. <laughs> oh, Hypersensitive. Fucking... We were like, everything now would be offensive. Everything. Pepsi. Bargs has bite, Johnny. That would be offensive now for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. From a generation that was raised on Ren and Stimpy, fucking um, South Park you know, Simpsons family guy, like these are the shows that, you know, raise this next generation. For the most. How the fuck are they so sensitive about shit? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. Cause look at who their parents are. What the fuck? Like, I get that we're all supposed to be woke and shit, but you can be woke and funny too. Like that. There's shit. That's yeah. just, you can be woke and still take a fucking joke. No, you can't. That's the thing. It's all woke. No joke. That's the, <laughs> that's the rule. You can't, you can't take a joke. You can't make a joke, let alone take a joke. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, nothing. You couldn't get away with any. Weird Al wouldn't fly today. If Weird Al was new, nobody no. would like. That. No, that you would be a that. Fun. That's what that 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 that's cultural appropriation. You can't do that. Yeah, probably. 
<laughs> Even though there's really only one popular song now that everyone is just fucking the same. They just all regurgitate it and put it in their own packaging. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, nothing we did. And I like, I don't even need, I don't mean to sound like one of those old yahoos that says like our generation was the best. Cause no, every generation had fucked up shit, but uh, ours was definitely like, we didn't have, we, we conquered a lot of fucked up shit and came up with like the most innovative, greatest stuff too. Like we did people say like storm was our Vietnam. No, it wasn't. No, not at all. It was, we went and freed a little country that was being invaded by someone like desert storm. Now the first, this, that like the 88 Iraq war, 89, whatever. Yeah. The one that was justified and everyone got in and did it. It was long before Bushy. <laughs> um, we did it right. We went and freed a little country. That's right. I know it was bullshit. Like it was, whatever. Why, why were we in the middle East? Like I, it was all oil, obviously. That's what, that's what they wanted. But, like, we didn't have screwy things like, like, civil rights in the 90s wasn't a thing. There was no black cops or white cops shooting black people. Like, just, like we had Rodney King. That was like, like, the reason why Rodney King was so big was because that never fucking happened. Yeah. Um, or at least no. was never talked about. Like nobody knew about. It. Like it, you had incidences. Like no, this, no, this is the reason why NWA happened. You know, and shit like that because of that. But you know, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't as widespread. I guess it only happened in LA. <laughs> you didn't have the divide either. Like we could, you could party with black guys. Look at Fishbone. <laughs> they were just <laughs> black guys who did metal, and you were like, "That's wicked." Yeah, and we, I didn't. We didn't care if you were black, brown, gay. It didn't matter. No one gave a fuck. Just party. That all you had to do was party, and you were cool. Yeah, that's it. Like, look at Bad Brains. The original lead singer, Bad Brains, was black. Nobody cared. He was hardcore. That was it. That's all that mattered. It didn't matter. It never crossed. You know, I did security for Bad Brains, and that never once crossed my mind. Like, it was like, oh, look, he's a black punk. Like, that's novel. No, like. It never was brought up. It was just bad brains was cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and when a had, fucking white guy replaced him, nobody claimed that as racist. They had a 110-pound fucking white dude in Kelowna do security at their show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst choice for a security guy ever. What the hell was I going to do? Not uh, a much. <laughs> but I got to see them. That was a day glow, too. I got to see them free, so that's all that mattered to me. I got to get drunk because I got to confiscate booze. <laughs> you gotta give me that booze. <laughs> I remember I, I went to a um, um, Exodus Propane and DRI, and they were all opening up for body count. Holy and, fuck! Yeah, it was like the it's the most hardcore show I've ever been to, and I remember. Um, before um just before body count came on uh I was, so it would have been uh it would have been dri and fucking i was up body surfing and uh, i had like long hair at the time and i was up body surfing and as i got close to the stage i high-fived the lead singer and then high-fived and shook hands with the guitar player which was awesome that was just kind of cool a little like, little moment 
And then all of a sudden security grabbed me by my hair and pulled me down and beat the crap out of me. Like, punch, like they shit. beat the shit out of me, right? Like, just for no reason either. It was, like, it was fucked up. So I ended up going to the back of the... And then uh, clearly your hometown rioted and burned down to Wendy's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like the media reaction. Because of the, the horrible... <laughs> because of the horrible treatment. <laughs> security beating you up was like a badge of honor. I got this. It you was. No, oh, you're absolutely right. It was. But the funny thing was, the really fuck thing, though, like, I've had a lot of good and bad experience with some of the uh, security guards, but, uh, so those guys were shitty. After I, 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 after I, like, sort of got, like, ushered to the back of the room, after I got my ass handed to me by security, DRI stopped the show, and they said, and they literally said, bring the fat guy with the hair back again. We got it, you know, that wasn't right what happened to him. So I got body served from the back of the building right up at the front. Um, got up on stage, part of the band for like the song. I didn't know any of their songs. I didn't really know them that well. I'm just like, yeah, this is awesome sort of thing. Um, then I jumped down to the crowd. As I go in the crowd, I um, the crowd had all shifted and fallen, and I was on like the outside edge of where everybody fell. So like everyone kind of fell on top of me. As everybody else gets picked up, it was all nice and orderly. It was fine. I went. This guy comes over and he hands me his hand. I just as I grab his hand, some fucking dude came by and stomped me in the ribs with a pair of combat boots and cracked two of my ribs. And I had this huge boot print and I was having problems breathing. So I went to the back of the room and there was this, this one security guy. I'd seen him through a bunch of shows. So he recognized me and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, dude, like I can't fucking breathe. And I show him the boot print. He's like, all right, hang on a minute. Takes me downstairs to the, to the beer room, hands me five cans of beer. He says, I got to go and grab some stuff. He goes, drink these before I get back. I'm like, all right, fucking shotgun the beers real quick. Chug him down, and then he comes over and he tapes my entire rib cage up, like a whole upper body. Taped it real fucking tight, and everything else goes there. He goes, "You're good for the pit now." And I went back in, caught the whole body count show, and it was awesome. Uh, see, and nobody, there was no riots, no. there was no protests in the streets. You just, you took a beating from the cops, and you fucking that's happened. And then the cops were cool; they didn't charge you with anything. I'm not saying like there was cops. Your situation, but I'm saying like that's what happened. Even if you got beat up by the cops, then then they didn't charge you, and you took your beating and you went home. That's it. That was Friday night. That was it. You got a story to tell for Monday when you go back to school. <laughs> uh, we didn't protest. We didn't shut things down. We just fuck. That's what happens. The cops knock your teeth out, but at least you didn't go to jail and you didn't have to call your parents. That was basically, if your parents didn't get called. That was all that fucking mattered. There was no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna sue the city. It was like, just don't fucking call my parents, and we're good. That's that was so true. It's mattered. so true. <laughs> that was the negotiation. That was it. There was no. We gotta get Johnny Cochran and fucking Reverend Al Sharpton, and we're gonna. No, it was just. Please don't call my mom. <laughs> I'll do. I will suck in your dick. Just don't call my mom. <laughs> Those cops just cracked your fucking skull, but they didn't call my mom. I don't go. I don't got a court date. It's all good. It's all good and on record. It's fine. I don't have to miss school. <laughs> or aces. Those cops were cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be holding your eye. <laughs> Those cops are cool, man. <laughs> now, I remember one time I had a uh, I was having a house party, and um, one thing we we go sit out in front of my parents' place is we got like a monument company next door. It was a family business. We'd like just go sit on the little monuments in front, just sit there and drink and shit. And uh, 
so we're all sitting there. One of the things I used to, because I got along, I knew all the, almost all the cops in town. So I was like friends with all of them. So they let me get away with everything. So every once in a while, if a cop would drive by, we'd wave them in. Then he'd pull in. We'd shoot the shit with them for a while. They'd fuck off, and it was no big deal. Well, this one cop. Town for every for everyone who's listening, Gord's hometown has 92 people. So <laughs> thing when he says he knows all the cops, his family is like seven of them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. Um, but it was just really funny because uh, this one time, uh, a buddy of mine had taken off to the bar to go, and sco- to go score some weed. And we're sitting there and we're drinking and we call this cop over. He's a younger guy, kind of new to the force. Uh, so we're all shooting the shit with him. He's fine. We're all underage drinking. He didn't give a shit. We're just all talking. He's telling us this great story about this time that he did acid and he fucking at his parents' house and they put like plywood down on the fucking floor to cover the carpet and they put all the breakable shit into a room and they just trip balls on acid in the living room all night. So as he's telling this story, my fucking buddy comes back from the bar and not realizing it was a cop car sitting in the fucking driveway, he comes and goes, dude, check this out. And he throws a bag of weed across the hood of the fucking car and it stops right in front of him. Just like, we all just sort of, everybody just stopped. It's like, oh no. All oh, you kids listening, weed was illegal. Yeah, that, that, yeah weed was illegal. <laughs> and everybody's like freaking out. And the cop just looks down there, he looks at me, looks at my buddy, goes, looks at the party's picking up. You guys have a good night. Hopped in his car and left. Fuck, Fuck, that will never happen again. It will never happen. Fuck that. Like, no generation gets that. We were the last who ever got anything like that. And I took full fucking advantage of it. Let me tell it's you. Not even that we had that like that, but, like, I I can't even count how many road trips we went on in the back of a pickup truck. Like, Family road trips, like, right? No fucking shoulder strap. Fuck shoulder strap. We sat on the wheel well in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> or if you're in a car, you laid in the very back part by the back window. <laughs> that was that was traveling. That's what you did. All the windows rolled up, and you're if you had a, a, a fucking station wagon, they you. I, I think they came with cartons of cigarettes. Like, yeah, that was. Much. Now they come with, oh, you get, like, free Wi-Fi or whatever. No, back then it was like, you get a free carton of fucking Marlboro on the dashboard. <laughs> but you have to promise to smoke them with the windows up and your kids in the window. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you hear in, I don't know if it's in Ontario, if it's just Ontario, if it's Canada-wide, I think it's just Ontario. They're, they they want to make smoking in your car illegal now. Yeah, they want to do that everywhere. They just want to make smoking illegal. Which is fine by me. Go ahead. I'm going to fucking do it. You're not going to stop smokers. Like, like at this point, who are you stopping from smoking? No one's starting smoking who isn't going to fucking smoke. Like, everybody knows yeah. it's bad. Everybody knows it's not cool. What do you just back off? Yeah. But you win. You, you, like, nobody's starting, really. It's just us old fuckers that are going to die from it. That's it. But I guess it's cool. Protect the kids, whatever. I think you're a dick if you smoke in your car anyway. Unless you're the only one who rides in your car, then it's fine. Do that, but don't smoke with your kids in the car. That makes we shouldn't have to legislate that shit. Those people should just know. So they they want to ban smoking. Like if you're in your car alone and you're having a cigarette, that's that's illegal. That's what they want to make illegal. Well, I guess in in one hand it makes sense that fifty uh, percent of forest fires fucking disappear then. Um, because that's uh, a lot of forest fires are just people flicking their smoke out the window. I don't know of that many forest fires that have happened in fucking Ontario. 
because well, of no, that. I'm just saying. like that's just it. Like, make a law applicable to to the area. What are you gonna Why do? do we... Chuck it out. It's gonna hit the fucking ground and light concrete on fire. Get the fuck out of here. Here's a novel idea. Why don't we just not be fucking assholes? Why do we have to legislate everything now? Why does everything have to be a law? Why can't it just be like, maybe we shouldn't do that? Like, remember public service announcements? We used to have fucking Wayne Gretzky would go on a commercial and be like, be nice to retards. And then we would because yeah. Wayne Gretzky said so. Um, what was that- the other one? The ast- Astro? Astral? No, uh, uh, Astar, the robot. Astar, that robot, that's it. My arm falls off. I can put my arm back on. (laughs) You can't, so play safe. It's like, fuck, then I'm not going to... In Manitoba, we had the Mean Machines. Yeah. These are the Mean Machines. Watch close, and you will see. They could hurt you. (laughs) That is probably the first rock song I ever liked. Um, I remember that. <laughs> there was no law. You didn't have to, well, it's illegal for your kids to play on the train tracks. We just hit some, you know, fucking night rider would come and say, don't do it. And then we wouldn't do it. Yeah. It was just that simple. Why can't we just do that? Why does everything have to be a law now? What kind of, how stupid is your generation? Where we got to make that a law or someone's going to do it. Like it doesn't, it shouldn't need to be illegal to not be a fucking bonehead. Like, well, this is just, why I'm a big I'm a big purporter of eliminating warning labels on things. If you don't know that drinking bleach is bad for you, drink it up. Yeah, but you can't because then the, the the whole thing is sue sue sue. We gotta gotta put this fucking company and anyone who's affiliated with it out of business because our kids retarded. That's the whole that's the whole new thing. I'm gonna that's what cancel culture is. Oh, you yeah. we're we're retarded, so we're gonna destroy your entire career. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We don't understand you, so we're going to eliminate you. Yeah. And, like, you couldn't do it now. It would give a fuck. You, like, you think a YouTube star would get on TV and go, hey, don't be retarded, and people would listen? Like, no. people don't listen anymore. That's the, the whole thing. It's like, everyone's a fucking celebrity, so they have no clout. See, like and this work. is, and that's for for me. That's one thing when it comes to the U.S. That's why I'm terrified if Biden gets in, because cancel culture will become so much more prevalent than what it already is. Well, hopefully not, because it's just a response to what the world is, and then maybe the world will get better, and they'll fucking people will be like, you know, it's like everyone's shitty when uh, first Bush was in, and then uh, Clinton got in, and everyone was happy, and things were cool, everybody was chill. Yeah, I don't see it. I just don't see it happening. I mean, they're freaking out right now because fucking uh, Ginsburg fucking died. They're freaking out because Trump wants to replace her. She's dead. Of course he's going to replace her. That's his job. What's his job to replace? Like, For the first time the guy wants to do something that a president can actually do. Yeah. And people are you know, like, no, it's the first fucking presidential thing he wants to do. Yeah. Everything else can't. Is like, you can't do that. Yeah, it's just insane. That. You can't do that because he's going to put a, con- a conservative judge in. Well, of course he is. Of course he is. She's a conservative president. What the fuck do you think would happen? Yeah. Of course he's going to do that. See, and that's why I'm terrified for Biden. That's why, because this is the type of shit. It's just, I just, I can't, I couldn't never get behind. Trump might be a fucking idiot and a moron, and it might be all that other crazy fucking whatever. But the difference is, is, he doesn't believe in cancel culture. He doesn't believe in bowing down to these 
fucking whiny pricks who just everything, everything defensive. Shut up and get over yourself. Nobody fucking cares about you. Shut up. You're not the best of anything. You're not number one. Shut your fucking mouth and just move on in life. Well, they don't know number one. Number one doesn't exist. There's no number one. There's just everything is equal. Yeah. We don't keep score. There isn't number one. We're all the same. No, we're not. That's just how the world works. And this is why I don't want them in charge. I don't want that thing in charge of the U.S. because it just spreads over to here. I don't know that that's his. I don't know that that has anything to do with him. I don't know that it's. I don't see him affecting anything. He would rather see the riot. He promotes the riot, saying the rioters are not bad people. They're all. They're not causing problems. It's the fucking people at Trump rallies. That comes out of his fucking mouth too, and that's what pisses me off. I don't. I've never heard him say that rioters aren't the problem. Oh, I'll bring you up some clips. You know, you can bring me up any bullshit clip you find. I want to hear it from him on a credible site. There is no such thing as a credible site. It doesn't There's, exist anymore. There are several, and they're the ones I go to. And when one of them reports him saying the riots aren't the problem, I don't know that Biden's ever said something like that. But I don't see him having that much influence. And fuck, 10% of people vote now anyway. Oh, oh, as I keep saying, I'm. Doesn't matter who you vote for this year, for in the in America. It doesn't matter either way. You're ruining your country. Don't well, <laughs> no, you're you're not ruining. You're just pre- pre- continuing the ruin that's already started. Yeah. Um, John here in BC has announced he's jumping on the bandwagon. He's going to hold an election this year, October twenty fourth. I believe he's set. Or maybe yeah. November 24th. I think it's October 24th he's set as the election date here in B.C. So we can probably kiss the NDP goodbye. I'd say as long as we get a decent liberal leader, which doesn't exist at the moment. No. He could win, come to think of it. He could probably win another term, but he's getting on the bandwagon. I think that's probably going to inspire Trudeau to try this year. We had just had a big election out east in uh, Nova Scotia, I believe it was. I could be, could be New Brunswick. Um, then BC will be out here. This is going to be a big, big one. Uh, that could inspire JT to do exactly what I said he's going to do and call an election for this year. We could, it could happen. Yeah, um, anything's they, possible. They do tend to trend with what the provinces do. So if the Liberals win in BC, that'll be a big boost for him. He'll 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 take that and run with it. It's a frightening thought, but well, I know that no no conservative is going to win BC. No, no, it's either Liberal or NDP. Exactly. Green. Yeah, but but if the Liberals win, I could see JT taking that as a sign that he should do it. Oh, and if he does and he loses, that'd be epic. I'd be so happy. I'm not. It's too early for me to say. I don't know if he would win again or not. That would be that would be third term. That the uh, like the last person to do it it was his dad. That Uh, could be. I thought Christian was three terms. Uh no. No. No, he was two. 
Oh, some reason I thought he was three. And then uh, Paul Martin and Kim Campbell were the the third incarnation of that. But I don't see. I don't. If he does have three terms, I could see Canadians being like, "Oh, his dad got three terms. We got to give it to him," kind of thing. Like just doing it just for that. I could see Canada doing that. Yeah. That would be. That would suck. No, he wasn't. He wasn't for three years. He did. First, second, and third. Yep. Christian wasn't for three. He was elected three times? Yep. First mandate, second mandate, and third mandate. Yep, all three. From 93 to 2003. Yep. Sorry, I said corrected. I had no idea. I thought for sure he was only two. Well done. Thank you, Gord. No problem. He's also the oldest living. Oh, hang on. He became the oldest living former Canadian prime minister at at the age of 86 years. Good on him. (laughs) Good on him. Good man. Um, Good catch, by the way. Thank you very much for that. Um, Well, there you go. I thought Trudeau was the last one. That's very cool. He's still Uh, alive, eh? Is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would be. It'll be a big deal when he dies. That'll be like a, that'll be like a holiday. It would, be, yeah, it would, probably would be. It won't. We do that in Canada. We don't do that in Canada. We don't give you. We don't have holidays for dead people. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> you never have Martin Luther King Day in in Canada. You're gonna mention on CBC. There'll be a showcase documentary about him. <laughs> but we don't get any time off work for that shit. No, <laughs> no, it's true. Paid day off in Canada that does not exist. No, <laughs> not without a song. You know, there's a thing going around now where um, through the Canadian government, you can uh, you can apply for a one-time payout where if you've been paying into EI but you've never like really received a lot of it or received any of it you can basically you can get like a like a refund on it sure but they'll take it out of your CPP well what they do now uh when I was reading up on this um there's this guy who's a corporate um um uh, accountant and he says you know look he says basically he goes Here's to dumb it down for you. Here's how this works. You'll receive a check for like 4,200 bucks, but the government themselves are getting paid $8,900 off of yours because they're not giving you the amount you paid in. They're giving you a percentage and they get the rest. (laughs) And and you you have to pay taxes on it. It's already taxed. That's the one thing is that is taxed. So you don't have to like, so it's, it's not like the, uh, the, the Serb, you can actually like, you just get the check and you're good. You don't have to worry about paying it off the next year. Yeah, but they take the taxes off. They take the taxes off. Yeah. Which they should. Give it to you. That's right. It's like my my court order. When I won, when I, when I sued Rona and I won for this, for wrongful dismissal, I won $36,000. But after the government was done with me, I got 29,000. Yep. That's right. Like, oh yeah, we'll give you your EI, and then you'll pay tax on that, which technically EI is the tax, so why you're taxing a tax? What the fuck? Yep. That's Um, Canada. 
see that, and then it, yeah, it's already taxed, but you've already paid that as to it's fucking horseshit. I could do. I've only I got twelve hundred dollars out of EI in my entire life. I worked every day since I'm twelve years old. Yep. Um. Not yeah. I missed a few. <laughs> missed a couple. But. <laughs> um. But yeah, I've been paying EI since I was since I've had since I've had a social insurance number. Yep. Seven uh, percent of everything I make goes straight to those fuckers. I've taken twelve hundred bucks my whole life. How much have I paid in? A million. Maybe yeah. not quite. But still, I'm never getting a dime of that. What did they give me a check for? I'll figure out. You send me how to apply for that. I'll apply for it. Because I'm never getting a dime out of them. We're not getting CPP anyway. That ship has sailed. Very much so. And who cares anyway? My mom gets like 300 bucks or something. What the fuck? How's that old person supposed to live on 300 bucks, you retards? <laughs> this woman's worked every day since 1952. She never missed work. I watched this woman slide on the ice. She shattered her ankle in three fucking places, and then she got mad because she was late for work, and she sped off in the car. <laughs> she never walked the same sets, but she's never missed a day at work. Well, broad, she had three heart attacks and didn't notice this. Why? She's five feet tall, and I'm scared shitless of her. She had three heart attacks. Went, I don't think my chest hurts. I don't feel good. Go to a doctor, you weirdo. Doctor, X-ray show she's had three heart attacks. Oh well, I could have told you that. I gotta get back to work. <laughs> that's all. That's that. That's all that matters. Jerry, we our parents are tough people. But anyway, she's paid. She gets three hundred bucks. She's paid for fifty years. She's paid into that system. She gets three hundred bucks a month. That's why she's got to work at Home Depot now. She's seven hundred years old. Yeah, that's just fucked. She was 112 when she had me. <laughs> that was almost 50 years ago. <laughs> she really got into that late, didn't she? She was a late. Well, it was her second husband. She was. I was. I was not planned. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's 300 bucks. Like it's a little more than that. it's 300 and change. But still, it's like an embarrassment. I, I would be embarrassed to sign that check if I was the prime minister. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. Oh, these are the children of our veterans. They repopulated the country after the war, made us everything great that's ever happened in Canada has happened since World War II. Like we were a bullshit country before that. So basically, <laughs> our parents, the generation who made this country what it is today, they're they're the only ones who like we're, we we had the British flag until our parents said, "Fuck no, we want our own flag," which didn't yeah. happen nineteen fucking eighty two. We were just the fucking redheaded stepchildren of Britain until 82. Our parents, I'm, me and Gord's parents are the ones who made Canada. We put it on the map. That's why much music started. It was because of them, not because of us. That's right. And and they get $300. That's their thank you. 300 bucks a month. Fuck. Those <laughs> are the ones who should be rioting in the streets. Those are the ones who should be burning down Wendy's and police stations and shit. It should be our parents, not our fucking kids. Yeah, fully agree. They're the ones I getting fucked. Completely and totally. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I give oh. my heart time. I say, oh, well, people don't contribute. They don't have to anymore. They've they, been contributing for 60 fucking years. <laughs> and they're getting fucked on it. They're getting nothing. These guys are out drinking $16 orange juice at their luncheon and paying. We're paying for them to fly back and forth home when they fucking live in Ottawa, but they got to 
bogus home that they pretend to fly to. We pay them $16 a glass of orange juice, but we got our parents 300 bucks a month and they ride <laughs> these fucking COVID incubators. Oh, protect the prisoners. No, no. What the fuck is going on? Why is my mom working at Home Depot? She's 172 years old. She's got to work for because the government gives her 300 bucks and she can't live on that. But prisoners get free dental. Yeah. What? This woman's never broken a law in her life. She gives herself speeding tickets. She's like, I better turn myself in. I was going pretty fast at that last light. <laughs> Honest to a fault. <laughs> oh, fuck. She's like, go to the cop station. I want to report a crime. Oh, what was it, ma'am? I sped through that red light. <laughs> ma'am, go home. <laughs> give, me some money. give me my ticket. Give me my ticket. I pay, I'm a good Canadian. I pay my fines. Now hurry up. I got to get to work. Uh, that's funny she will not die until her grave is dug proper and she'll make sure of it she'll be out there with her shovel like I want to be this is 5 foot 11 and a half you fucker it's supposed to be 6 feet get out of here do it myself okay now I can die now I can die (laughs) hang on this one's off by a 3 degree angle what the fuck she won't be she will bury herself too because she won't be happy if you do it wrong (laughs) <laughs> that definitely sounds like somebody I know <laughs> I give her a hard time on this show uh, because I don't like her and she doesn't like me and that's fine that's the way it's been for 40 years but uh, I've got nothing but respect for the woman she's she is a she, any sort of like ethic I have which is very little but any little bit that I have is all from her work ethic <laughs> sort of ethics she's instilled any goodness in my life she has instilled by beating it into me it wasn't like yeah. she, she didn't, she she didn't, didn't nicely know. teach it to you no. no she beat it into me but if there's if I do anything moral or good it's because she made sure of it that's <laughs> uh, funny See, for me, I can always, like, I've always said my, like, I have a strong work ethic. Like, when I go in to do a job, I do a job fucking right. I work hard. I, I do that right. And that was all instilled to me by my, uh, the foreman that worked for my father. Because um, he had this huge thing where, like, I was, like, really proud of some work I did when I first started working for my dad. And I come on, like, hey, George, look, look what I just did. And he's like, you think that's fucking good? Do better. I'm like, you this is as good as everybody else is doing he goes yeah you're the owner's son you got to work 10 times as hard to prove your worth that you're why you're here i'm like oh fuck but you know what though it gave me a super strong like i work my ass off so every job i get i work fucking hard and nobody's gonna argue that shit um and that's all no not i didn't get that you know i didn't get that from my parents i got that from everybody else (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if kids today can say that. I don't know. Email me and let me know. Do, do, do you respect your parents? Do you care that your parents exist? Does that... Like, I know nobody fears them anymore. No one, like, your parents don't discipline you. Your parents are your buddies now. Yeah. You don't have... You don't, you don't have that, oh, you're the boss's kid, so you gotta work hard. Now it's like, oh, that's the boss's kid. We better shut up or we'll get fired. Right? I didn't have that. That, that did not happen when Gordon and I were kids. You were the boss's kid, you got fucking shit on because of it. 
Yeah, constantly. Carter. Not like, oh, we we better tiptoe around this guy because his dad owns the company so he can have our jobs. Fuck no. Could you imagine what would happen if you had said, I'm, I'm going to get you fired. I'm going to go talk to my dad and get you fired. I actually said that once. And do you want to know what happened? I got sent home for three days. <laughs> no pay. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure the foreman got taken out for lunch. <laughs> exactly. When I quit, when I quit working for my old man, when I quit for that company, it was because the um, uh, the foreman had beaten me over the back of the head with a broomstick. I broke the broomstick over the back of my head. Um, it's, I'm not even joking. That's exactly what happened. And I got up and I picked him up and I pinned him against this fucking wall and I actually shifted this wooden wall off of the concrete foundation is sitting on like I actually I hit him hard and I freaked out and I fucking quit and I walked started walking home in the middle of a blizzard in January from Acton to Milton which is like it's about a 20 fucking minute drive 25 minute drive um so you can imagine how long that shit would take when you're walking in a fucking blizzard and my old man picks me up I'm part way I'm getting part way home he picks me up and he's like as soon as he gets a car, it's not like, you know, what happened? He, I go, he just goes, what did you do? I'm like, he broke a broomstick over the back of my head. And he goes, yeah, what did you do? And I told him and I go, and because of that, I fucking quit. And he just, my just goes, all right, whatever. No discipline. No, nobody cared. The fact that I had a fucking bleeding skull from a fucking, no, not that that didn't matter. That wasn't important. <laughs> And that's just how it, that's how it was. And I'm not whatever kids. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all got it easy right now in that sense. I mean, you're fucked financially. I get that. But you, you got it easy for jobs in the sense. Just do your job and you'll be fine. I, I didn't have that option. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, nobody did. And we didn't have we well, we couldn't just sue people to get famous. No, nope. get rich. We like. I was wrongfully dismissed. I was wrongfully dismissed from a company. I was fired for no reason. I had the proof, and I still lost the case when I sued them. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's no winning, but nowadays, ah, fuck. Everybody just gets a fucking payout and whatever. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't I fear for the future. I really do. I don't know what this is not the podcast I planned for this evening, but there you go, kids. Yeah. And you're That's... breaking up like a bastard right now, just so you know. Am I really? I'm sorry. Um, weird. As soon as we hit that hour and what do we want? Hour and yeah, as soon as we hit that hour and a half mark, <laughs> it just starts breaking up. That's really weird. I wonder if like Skype does that on purpose. Well, nothing would ever surprise you with them anymore. Uh, give it a sec. We'll see what happens here. Anyway, are we over an hour already? I guess so. Eh? Yeah, no, we're coming up on uh, on an hour and a half. Oh, I had some interesting facts. I don't know uh, why why we. I don't know how we got to where we got to, but it's fun. Anyway, I love. I loved it. Yeah, that was very very fun. Probably should have saved it for the. Uh, this would have been a good one for, for the sixty-hour podcast. But <laughs> well, that's just the way we work, though. <laughs> it's not like we're going to run out of stories about bands and 
the nineties. No, no, that's that's not going to happen. I could probably do a sixty-hour podcast about that about once a month. Oh yeah, we could just talk fucking music for like five hours and movies for another ten. We have done it. Not yep. not for that long of time, but we've done some good. We we've done three hours. We could do thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why not. And then times that by two. <laughs> I don't see why we can't. We'll we'll, we'll be fine. 60-hour podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is what we are planning in December. So if you like this hour and a half, imagine if it was 60 times longer than this, how much more you would like it. <laughs> like it 60 times more, right? That's how it works. That's that's it. There you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> It's, it's like cocaine. If some is good, more must be better. <laughs> Just keep doing it, man. Just keep doing it. <laughs> that is not how cocaine works. Otherwise, kids these days, I don't think they would know that either. They're so soft, probably Red Bull will just fuck them up like coke. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, um, man. I love you guys. Don't get me wrong. You're just different. <laughs> Y'all are a special type of something. I'm glad <laughs> I had a kid so that he's smarter than your kids. That makes me happy. Um, but <laughs> you guys, again, you listen to my show, and that makes me very happy. Please keep listening and uh, listen to our Guinness. This is going to put Gordon and I on the map, finally. We're doing something that's putting people on the map. That's it. And, uh, you know, this could be, this could put i I'm going to try to get Spotify involved. I'm going to try to get speaker involved. I'm going to try to get everybody to actually give a crap about this. And hopefully it does some good for podcasting. Hopefully it does some good for me and Gord. Certainly hope so. And hopefully you guys are entertained by it. That's really a big part of it. Um, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about that. These shows suck. <laughs> these, these shows are nothing without you guys listening. So, uh, We'll get back to doing news and pissing people off so I get my international viewers to hate me. But um, really, you guys are the guys that have been listening from the beginning, the ones who tune in and, and put up with our bullshit. You're the ones who we do this for. And I don't do it just to talk to Gord. I you like sh- to think people are enjoyed, are entertained, <laughs> I should say. Um, half the time, I don't even hit record. I just, <laughs> me and Gord just talk. <laughs> And I never notice. <laughs> you wouldn't care if I did. No. Eric, oh, we got a million listeners. Really? You don't know. I don't know. Yeah, That's, we got I'm, a million. I'm not here for that. I, I'm I'm here to talk to you. That's it. I'm we got a million else. listeners. How many do we have now? Seven. What? That's okay. <laughs> I just make up the numbers. <laughs> I'm saying a speaker. <laughs> I just made up that word one day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I would never know. <laughs> be funny. That would oh, how much would that suck? Hey, yeah, Gord. Yeah, I didn't record any of those shows. What? <laughs> Three hundred and sixty-seven episodes. <laughs> Not a one. <laughs> That's funny stuff. 
Uh, write us some emails, kids. Tell us what you want us to do on a 60-hour podcast. Please, one email would make all the difference in the world. Seriously, it does. When we get those, uh, which like three in the last three years, three or four, <laughs> um, they really, they, they change everything. So if you guys could send us an email, GwynethPaltrinsVagina at gmail.com. Uh, tell us what to do for 60 hours, and we will make it happen for you guys. That would mean the world to me if you guys would write in. Um, and that's it. Just keep keep listening. We're going to keep doing... I think the news is going to get exciting because there's going to be a whole bunch of election shit to talk about in the next couple of months. Um, and we got Gord with his awesome facts, which make up the time when I'm not coming up with awesome news. <laughs> and it's usually more fun for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> show is coming up for you guys right away and i will be back off the phone ideally tomorrow but i'm gonna say give it to the weekend but i'll be back on a computer rocking it sounding better and uh it's it's nowhere but up for us so thanks for listening and keep doing it and until you hear from us again take care of each other do 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 no no <laughs> yeah, I just stole that. <laughs> That'd be funny. We just fucking steal Nardwars. No, sorry, Nardwar. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody remembers you anyway. That's Gordwar's thing now. That's it. <laughs> we just call him Guar. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that should be a band name. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You are. <laughs> oh man, cool. Um, all right, awesome. Uh, so yeah, so um, in for um tomorrow. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, no. I cannot. I work till eight thirty. Oh okay. Um, uh, that's like eleven thirty your time. Fuck, I just remember that. I'm sorry. No problem. Um. I'm uh, going up to Jess's for the weekend, but I can still record one there. I'll be bringing my laptop and shit with me. All right, so tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. When are you going? Uh, I'm going up Thursday afternoon. And ah, I'm staying, staying till Sunday. All right, well, let's try Thursday. Okay. Or, I don't know, if you want. I don't want to do two days off. Try Thursday. We'll try for Thursday or whatever. Friday. We'll like uh, at least do one or two over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll I'll, we'll still make it work. Don't worry. All right. Well, let she, me know. She likes the show, so what am I going to say? She, you know, she listens, so yeah. it's all good. And if she's listening to this part, if you don't edit it out, hi Jess. <laughs> well, now I can't. <laughs> now you got to keep it in. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, man. Well, cool. Cool, cool. All right. I am I am going to go. I got to go and amuse myself so I don't fucking George for a cigarette. I need some food. I can buy some now. That's cool. Something ah. nuts. <laughs> Dominoes. <laughs> I, I've literally had soup for three days. So I'm going to Dominoes will be probably right then, wouldn't it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm too weak to go out <laughs> god bless delivery <laughs> but I can't order skip the dishes because it's cash and they don't take cash
Yeah, so, like, but like Domino still has their own delivery delivery service. Yeah, Domino's does cash. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Skip the Dishes doesn't. So, like, uh, from Skip the Dishes, I can always like grab Denny's and get like some mashed potatoes and a salad or something. Oh, uh, okay. So that's my health food. It's like I do Skip the Dishes. I get something. I get a salad once in a while or something. <laughs> Seems like you can't just live off pizza. Your stomach hurts. Ah, uh, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I think I'm developing a gluten thing. Oh, I have to stop. Actually, hang on. I'm gonna. I gotta send you something. Hang on a second. Let me check this out. <laughs> 